National Radio. Hello and welcome. You're listening to Bulgaria Today, the English language podcast of Radio Bulgaria, where we bring you the main news, stories and music from this country. Your host in the studio of the Bulgarian National Radio in Sofia is Elizabeth Ratkova. Let's see what's on the program on Wednesday, October the 25th. As usual, we start with a summary of the leading news stories from Bulgaria and the weather forecast for tomorrow. Next on the show, we hear from a young Bulgarian traveler who went on a spiritual journey to post-war, post-earthquake Syria and came back full of stories. And finally, our music slot will offer you the love we cannot live without, an eternal hit of the Tangra band. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today First, the main news headlines of Radio Bulgaria on Wednesday, October the 25th. Parliamentary Energy Committee overrides President's veto on electricity prices. Enlarging Schengen is unthinkable before it is mended, Austrian Chancellor Nehmer says. Construction to begin of new reactor at Kozlodoy MPP. 14 Bulgarian companies have leading positions in Southeast Europe, analysis agency CNews says. If Bulgaria and Romania are in Schengen, we will be helping the processes we want to see happen in Europe more effectively. We will be able to free human and material resources so as to protect the external borders better, Prime Minister Nikolai Denkov said in Vienna after a meeting with Austrian Chancellor Karl Nehmer. We will be able to bring down the prices of the transportation of food and other goods from Turkey, Bulgaria and Romania towards Central and Eastern Europe. This means lower prices, lower inflation and more political stability, the Bulgarian Prime Minister said. If we have any difference with Austria, it is in one thing only whether, if Bulgaria and Romania were inside Schengen, they could help find these solutions more quickly or if we are outside, we can help in any way, Nikolai Denkov said further. To us, enlarging Schengen is unthinkable, but that has nothing to do with Bulgaria and Romania. It is a question of security, Austrian Chancellor Karl Nehmer on his part said after the meeting. And he added that Schengen must be mended, and until it is, we cannot extend this area. By a government decision, the construction is to begin of a seventh unit of the Kozlodui nuclear power plant. The company which will negotiate with construction companies is to receive 250 million euro in capital, Prime Minister Denkov announced. The deadline for completion is 2033. Preparatory work is to begin also for the construction of an eighth reactor at Kozlodui. The two will be built in parallel so they can be completed within two three years of each other. The total capacity of the units is 2,300 megawatts, 
1,760 megawatts more than the first four decommissioned reactors. The technology selected is unique, allowing for a prompt change in the operating power of the reactors. This is important for the administration of the energy system, Prime Minister Denkov said. The decision comes one week after a memorandum was signed between Westinghouse and several Bulgarian companies. With 11 votes for and three against, the Parliamentary Committee on Energy rejected President Roman Radev's veto over the amendments to the Energy Act, which introduce liberalization of electricity prices for citizens. The Movement for Rights and Freedoms and GERP's party stated that they understand the social arguments of the President, but due to the funds expected by Brussels under the Recovery and Resilience Plan, the law must be adopted, and it will be further specified how it will be implemented. The next step is for the veto to be voted on in plenary. GERP convened an extraordinary meeting on Friday, October the 27th. The mandate holders from We Continue the Change Democratic Bulgaria declared that they would boycott the meeting. At the suggestion of the chairman of the commission, Delian Dobrev, it was adopted in the law on excise and excise tax warehouses to return to the old regime that 50% of fuel reserves in the country should be stored in Bulgaria, that is, in Lukoil's monopoly warehouses, and the remaining 50% abroad. Under the We Continue the Change Democratic Bulgaria government, 100% storage of fuel reserves was introduced in Bulgaria. If elections for parliament were to be held today, GERP SDS would be the first political force, indicates a representative survey conducted September 26-October 8 by MarketLinks and financed by the agency and by BTV Television. GERP SDS garners 23.6% of the votes, followed by We Continue the Change Democratic Bulgaria with 17.5%. The Movement for Rights and Freedoms comes third, with 12.4%, Vazarajdane Party 11.11% and the Bulgarian Socialist Party 7.9%. The politicians with the highest approval rating are President Roman Radev, 43%, GERP leader Boyko Borisov, 25%, and Prime Minister Nikolai Denkov, 24%. The most trusted institutions are the government, with 21% of the respondents stating they trust the Denkov-Gabriel government, while more than half say they do not. The National Assembly and the Prosecutor's Office both have the trust of 15%, with 63 saying they do not trust Parliament and 58% that they do not trust the Prosecutor's Office. Fourteen Bulgarian companies find a place among the 100 largest companies in Southeast Europe this year in the top 100 ranking of the Economic News and Analysis Agency CNews. For comparison, in last year's edition, 12 Bulgarian companies found a place in the ranking. The main criteria is the total revenue for the fiscal year 2022. 
the highest position, 11th, among the Bulgarian participants, is occupied by the copper processor and one of the world's leading suppliers of non-ferrous metals, Auribus Bulgaria, with revenues of 4.2 billion euros for 2022. Further in the ranking are the biodiesel producer Astra Bioplant, 12th position, Lukoil Bulgaria, 14th position, Kozlodoy NPP, 20th position, and others. An exhibition showcasing the prehistoric complex Provadia Salt Works opened in the European Parliament building in Brussels. The exhibition depicts the prehistoric salt extraction technology. Salt, which was strategic raw material, turned the salt mines into the first mint and the oldest urban center of Europe. During the 5th millennium BC, the people who extracted and distributed salt were the wealthiest people in Europe, says academician Vasil Nikolov. Thanks to the Provadia Salt Works, we have the Varna Halkolithic Necropolis and the oldest gold in the world bought with this salt. They place the Bulgarian lands at the kernel of European civilization. Together we must make sure these cultural values are preserved said Bulgarian-European Commissioner Ilyana Ivanova at the opening of the exhibition. On Thursday, the minimum temperatures will be from 12 to 17 degrees Celsius. In Sofia, around 13. Before noon, the cloudiness will be significant with precipitation, mainly in southern Bulgaria. In the afternoon, the rains will stop from the west and the cloudiness will break, but in eastern Bulgaria clouds and rain are expected. The maximum temperatures tomorrow will be between 21 and 26 degrees Celsius, in the capital Sofia 22. Along the Black Sea coast there will be considerable cloudiness with precipitation. Air temperatures will be up to 21-24 degrees Celsius. The sea water temperature is 18-21. Over the mountains it will be cloudy, windy, with local precipitation. The temperature at 1,200 meters above sea level will be up to 17 degrees Celsius, at 2,000 meters up to 9. On Friday, the weather will be warm for the season and the rain will stop. Bulgaria today. This has been the news on Bulgaria today and here are the main headlines on Wednesday once again. Five parties would clear the 4% threshold if elections for parliament were to be held today, a survey shows. Enlarging Schengen is unthinkable before it is mended, Austrian Chancellor Nehammer says. Construction to begin of new reactor at Kozlodoy NPP. Prehistoric Provadia Salt Works presented in an exhibition at European Parliament. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. Next on the show, The True Face of Syria. A Bulgarian woman travels alone in the country recovering from war. 
A story by Veneta Nikolova. She's an engineer who lives in the city of Kozludui and likes traveling. But when she told her husband she planned to visit Syria, he refused to accompany her or let their daughter to go on such a trip. However, this did not stop her from realizing her own dream. Albena Roshkova spent a month and a half to collect information, to contact a local travel agency and overcome bureaucratic obstacles. She meticulously prepared every little detail of the trip and in October she arrived in Syria for the first time. She was welcomed by Bashar, a representative of the travel agency who accompanied her during her 10-day adventure through Syria. Currently, the country is gradually opening up to the world and restoring its tourism. The first thing that impressed me was that they were rebuilding their roads after the war. The roads are in very good condition, especially the highways. People welcomed us extremely warmly. They were very happy to see tourists. They recognized us from afar. Everyone stopped us for a chat. Some of the elderly people had visited Bulgaria and were telling me that they have seen Plovdiv, Sofia or Burgas. They were happy to see Bulgarians on their land. At the moment, everything is being done to rebuild the country after the war and the earthquake. Despite the high rate of inflation and the economic crisis, I saw people have hope. In the city of Homs, a boy told me in perfect English, I don't want to leave my country, but I'm going to study abroad to get good education and come back to help rebuild it. People there are praying that the war does not spread in the region. They want this conflict to end because they have lived through a war and do not want it to happen again, Obena says. During her journey, the Bulgarian woman saw parts of the true face of Syria. We saw what has remained of the monumental arch and the Temple of Bel. Palmyra is a huge ancient city and there is a lot to see there, such as the Roman theatre which has remained intact, Obena says. She visited the ancient city of Ugarit and walked among the remains of the citadel of Aleppo, damaged by the earthquake. Obena says that a meeting in the convent of St. Thecla in Maalua, a town with a large Christian community, deeply touched her heart. It was outside working hours and I really wanted to buy icons for my loved ones from this church. But the woman who holds the key to the shop is elderly and doesn't like to be disturbed. So Bashar asked one of the nuns to assist us. This woman took us to her room, took out her personal icon, the only one she has, which is from 1736, and offered it to me as a gift, because she couldn't do anything else for me. This touched me greatly. I immediately started crying, and I didn't accept the icon, of course, but I promised that I would come back with my family. These are people who are ready to do anything for you, Obena Roshkova says. Song of the day. 
one of the iconic names in Bulgarian music, the Knight of Rock Poetry, Alexander Petrov, celebrates his 70th anniversary with a concert tonight in Hall 1 of the National Palace of Culture. The concert collects some of the most emblematic songs based on his poems. The poetry of Alexander Petrov, always loaded with strong messages, is essential to the existence of a number of hits by renowned rock bands in Bulgaria from the past few decades, such as Tangra, Sturcite, Faktur, Signal, Diana Express, BTR, Dedve. I say this is not an anniversary concert. It is a concert that would not be repeated. The audience will have the opportunity to hear truly emblematic songs performed by such beloved Bulgarian rock bands on the stage. Alexander Petrov tells Radio Bulgaria's music editor Diljana Tracheva. The concert is entitled Rock Poetry, Alexander Petrov's trademark. He has protected it under all the rules of the Intellectual Property Act. One of the songs to be performed tonight is The Love We Cannot Live Without an eternal hit of the Tangra band. So this is again the end of Radio Bulgaria's podcast on Wednesday, October the 25th. But you can visit our website for updates. Besides the news, you will also find a lot of up-to-date information, analysis and interviews, as well as a wealth of beautifully illustrated stories about Bulgaria's history, folklore, culture, cuisine and way of life. Do follow us on Facebook and Twitter at Radio Bulgaria English Service. You can listen to our podcast on Spotify, where you need to type Bulgaria Today podcast and you'll find it. And of course, we'd be very happy to read your emails. Our email address is english at vnr.bg. That was all for today. Thanks for listening and have a nice evening. National Radio.